Welcome to the Cancer Sisters Podcast, Episode 5. Mind your inconveniences, big, ridiculous problems. Big, huge. <laughs> Every time I say the title, I add a different... Big mistake. <laughs> huge. I'm Nicole. And I'm Amanda. And here we go. All right. So, the, uh, the title came about um, when we were planning the podcast... Way back when there was a Tazo chai mix shortage. <laughs> and you lost your shit. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> Excuse me, everybody. It's so ridiculous, but, um, you know, I don't go to Starbucks that often, but I do like their chai lattes. And then it became the caffeine I drink every morning because I don't drink coffee. So I like the Tazo chai. And... We usually get it at Giant Eagle, sometimes at Target. Yeah. And um, this was pre-surgery, but I knew I had to have surgery, and it was like pre-grad party and lots of stuff going on, and it was gone. A lot of stress. It was off the shelves. Mm-hmm. And I tried to get you in at Starbucks, and they were out for the day, and they had to bring you like a regular tea. And for those of you that don't understand, just imagine if there were no coffee. If you're a coffee drinker, and you even know this, like let's say you don't have a filter, and you get up to make coffee, and you're so pissed off because you can't make coffee, that's how this feels. <laughs> Only was, magnified by 10 because you were so stressed out already. <laughs> it was so, pretty sad. Third world, um, or first world problem. Totally. But... But, you know, that's where big. my that's where my stress manifested. It was in the chai shortage of 2023. <laughs> I, and I uh, since have been able to, like, at the last trip to the grocery store, Stock um, up. it's been normalized. But I like the lower sugar version, and that seems to still be out. Do you know this reminds me of the Metamucil, and George will be so mad, but he doesn't listen to our podcast. <laughs> Because he couldn't get the sugar free. And Metamucil, yeah. Yeah, he couldn't find it and he was so mad. And we were all looking at every store that we went to. And you could only find like the, you know, mini, <laughs> I don't even know what size that is, what eight is ounce size or whatever. It's yeah. like that old Saturday Night Live skit. Flippity flu. <laughs> you know, back in my day, I think we like hit that, hit that age. We talked no, a lot. No, we're not that old yet. Stop it. <laughs> we talked in uh, episode two about feelings and and faith, and this is kind of, it's kind of related. Like there's things that legitimately make us angry, and then there's these minor things that just disrupt the other parts, the parts that aren't about cancer and serious mm -hmm. business that really make me lose my mind. For Ava's grad party, I could not find curling ribbon. Oh my gosh, she went everywhere. I only went to one store with you. I went to four different stores. Yeah. I went to Walmart. I looked in Sands Club. I looked in the grocery store. I looked in Michael's. We were at the party store. What's I went that, to the party store. store. Yeah, this party city. Yeah. And I finally I went to a different dollar store. She's like, yeah, I'm sorry. We're out of that. <laughs> and I couldn't <laughs> find it. In the dollar store, and then I stood in the dollar store and bought um, curling ribbon on Amazon. So if any of you need green or gold curling ribbon, 
I'm set for about the next five years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me up. <laughs> I'll be like a dealer. Send it to I'll Heather. Be like next year's. Because uh... the school she's working at, those are their team colors. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Let's. Yeah. She'll, she'll get donate a, this to a the six school. pound package of <laughs> <laughs> ribbon. I won't give her any context. I'll just put it just in the mail. Just send it to her. It won't matter. Yes. It would be perfect. There's a. Uh, there's there's some things that are that are bigger deals that have come along with our cancer journey. Tell me about one. Well, one is that and it it seems silly to say it to say it now. It's just something I never thought about before. But um radiation and sometimes chemotherapy for women um of any age can just send you right into menopause. And um since we've Collectively had radiation and chemo in the same region, mm-hmm. which, you know, was basically aimed towards our ovaries. Um, we are now considered perimenopausal. And, and I think the nurses in infusion just ask me if there's a chance I could be pregnant just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> just for shits and giggles. Because last time she's like, oh, that's right. I'm sorry. You're, perimen- you're, or you're postmenopausal. I said period. Yeah, I don't know if we're post. No, they call me post. Menopausal. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was not prepared. And every time I go for a procedure, they make me, you know, pee in a cup to take a pregnancy test. And they're like, well, if you've not been doing if you've not been, what is it, a whole year? Yeah. You've not it have to be a, a year. And I'm like, close enough. Like, I can 100% guarantee you that there's no chance yeah, I'm they pregnant. need to take your word for it at and, this point. Well, no, they don't. And I understand the medical profession. They have to, got to follow their rules. But, you know, ladies. <laughs> the whole pee in a cup experience is... Ladies like a man at home. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about going to the club. I know, I just had to. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't. Sorry, I apologize for that. <laughs> Um, you know, but menopause uh, has been a real party, and it's one of it's the first time I thought to myself, "This is really funny." God, thanks. So while trying to, you know, kill the cancer and then to recover from the treatment, to start the sleeplessness, the joint pain, the hot flashes, the forgetfulness, the night sweats, and who like the forgetfulness, like. Is that is that from the chemotherapy? Is that from the menopause? I don't know. Pick a reason. It's like it's pick a card. Brain dead. Yeah. Um, and that I don't know if I would call a minor inconvenience. It feels like a it's real a big deal. Big problem, and it's um. Yeah, you know, I have. Since... But wait, but wait, you're alive. Other people have it worse. <laughs> did that make you feel better? I did. Thank you. <laughs> Perspective always makes me feel better. It wasn't supposed to. I was being, it was mocking. I felt your mockery, I know. But it is, you know, it's especially troublesome now where I am pumped full of medicines and not necessarily prescription medicines or narcotics or anything like that, but just pumped full of medicines now or like, you know, the evening of the surgery, and I don't know why I was sweating, but like I'm going through a couple pairs of pajamas at night, and it's getting easier. But getting out of bed, 
to change pajamas. Yeah, that like sucks. there was a while where I couldn't even, you know, just because of the placement of the incisions, I couldn't even change my own shirt. Right, you needed so, help. You know, wake everybody yeah. up. The nightmare. Are you having night sweats? Yeah, but um, I stay in bed. Did you have to sleep with your boot on? No. Well, that's good. I mean, maybe I should, but my foot feels fine. Like, or I'm, I don't know. Like, I slept for four hours, and I, I woke up for some reason, and I, I don't know what that is. And, you know, it was, like, a little sweaty, but not enough that I wanted to change. And, I mean, it sucks for you, because, like, if you get up and go to the bathroom, everybody knows you can keep your eyes closed. <laughs> you don't turn on your light and keep eyes and keep your eyes closed. It's fine, but well, like to get up and change. Yeah. Currently, I can only sleep in one position, so I don't know. Um, that just gets hot. Yeah. I have to get up and get out of bed, and I imagine there's steam coming off, off the of the mattress. Yeah. I just have to get up out and move in. You know, walk and go get a drink of water or go to the bathroom just to let the heat out of my little sleeping cave mm -hmm. before I can get back in it. So that's a real party. Getting up a couple times a night and well, sometimes changing my jammies. I think that while it may seem like may seem minor, it, it affects your whole next day. Although you do, as I mentioned yesterday, have prime conditions for napping <laughs> in do. your home. Thank you. Sat in your recliner. And the like day napping. Melted into it. Like, oh, yeah. Which I'm still doing a lot of is, is the napping. Um, I find that I get excessively um, sharp, shall we call it, <laughs> uh, when I drive. Oh, yes. I just posted a meme on my Instagram that was so funny, and I should have screenshotted it. But it was basically about how if you're behind someone who's slow, you're, scre you're screaming at them. If someone's on your tail, you're screaming at them. And the person that replied in this whole exchange, it was hilarious. They were, <laughs> I could just imagine them saying, the speed at which I drive is perfect. <laughs> Everyone else should lose their license. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I feel that. I know. I think even this podcast idea was born out of one time when you and I were driving together and just shouting at <laughs> other drivers as if it made a difference. No, but you have to let it out. <laughs> right. You know, what better way is that than to yell at someone who can't hear you? <laughs> it's a good thing we're amusing ourselves. We are. <laughs> Well, there's been some, we also kind of talked about this idea of, of uh, minor inconveniences slash big problems. You were talking about your hair loss the other day. I don't know if you want to, if you want to share a little bit about that. P.S. Yeah. peeps, we get a little nitty gritty in this section. <laughs> well, they said, like the one thing I asked, you know, because I'm, I'm air quoting you guys. Uh, postmenopausal, um, is that, you know, I would lose my hair pretty quickly. And chemo does that because it attacks the cancer cells, which are rapidly growing, but also hair cells because hair cells, that grows rapidly. So I have this crazy hair on my head, which it's like the upper level, the longer hair is coming in gray. 
but I'm just like a fuzzy bird. It's like, it's, you know, and then I have these little short hairs that are, are, that look black, like my normal color, but those are the ones that fall out, not the gray ones. That's funny. I mean, (laughs) what kind of sick joke is that? That's a sick joke. And they were like, oh yeah, that's normal. It's the medicine that you're taking. Uh, and I know that other people have gone, there are going through, will go through, or have gone through cancer. Um, there's a very common medicine, one of which I'm taking, which is the Paclitaxel, and they just call it Taxol, and it's the, that's the fun thing that does this to the hair. But what is even, you know, so I said, I'm like, well, what about the hair on my face? Like, mm-hmm. we'll get that. So I'm losing my eyebrows. I started losing eyelashes, but the fuzz on my chin, (laughs) present and accounted for. Resilient. Resilient. (laughs) Tell me what the hell is that about? You're so strong. You're so strong. Your chin here is amazingly strong. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I first said to you the other day. Funny joke, God. Yeah. Thanks, God. You are funny. Well, let's talk about the other reason why we think God's got jokes. Jokes. You can tell them yours first. Oh, just a couple days ago, I got a little outbreak of shingles. Yeah. It makes sense. My body's been through a lot. My defenses are down. But, yeah, uh, but like, hey. Well, I've got these incisions on the right side of my body, and then I think I'm grateful for. The fact that the shingles showed up on the left side of my body, but my entire torso hurts. I mean, which is ridiculous. Like, hey, let's just give you um, something painful that will fire on all your nerves right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good time. I did get into the doctor right away, and I did get an antiviral medicine, and they will have, like, they'll they'll give me nerve-blocking pain medicine if I need it. Uh, it's tolerable with the Tylenol and Aleve that I'm already taking. Just a little, just a little burn here and there. This, the the lesions on my back are in a place where my back is still kind of numb from the surgery, so that's just kind of itchy. But the ones on my stomach, where I do not have numb skin, that's just a sensitive area anyway. They feel pretty gross. You guys can't see it. I'm crinkling at my face. Like, yeah. yeah. The short story is, we're a real party. Uh, yeah, because my foot's broken, and in the in another another place where I had to laugh at myself, where I was overreacting, was because when the foot and ankle specialist told me that I'd have to have a surgery on my foot and how they repair it, I was tear. I was starting to tear up, like, which really. It's not, it's not that, it's that it's piling on because I get a CT tomorrow, which I'm looking forward to, to see the progress of the chemo now that I've been through three rounds, but you have to be, and I don't know, I'd have to ask, but I have to be, let's say two months out of chemo fully, maybe three to have surgery. Which means that this CT has to pretty much show that the cancer has shrunk or is like near gone right for you to be able to take a break and that's just kind of one of the possibilities yeah and i'm not gonna want to take a break if it's not all the way gone like let's get it gone yeah unless they well chemo keeps working for a while so if 
it's close enough where they think the existing chemo they gave me will keep working, then, then oh, okay. Then we can start the clock on that. But then I, like, what do I fix first? My foot or the other one? That's an interesting question. Chicken or the egg? That's an easier one to heal from. Your foot. My foot. Yeah. Because... Are you going to talk about your surgery now? Do we need to, like, put a your other surgery? Do we need to give a disclaimer, a little time out for our listeners to decide Probably. if they want to keep listening? Yeah. So I'm going to go into a little bit of detail about what is this, like, major surgery I have been alluding to. Um, it gets a little personal. So if you don't want to know or if that would make you uncomfortable knowing it about me. Pause game. Yeah. Skip ahead like 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about 10 minutes. No. Check back in five. Check. Yeah. Yeah. I can make it quick. So, um, so if then, so if we'll dial it back to 2021 and we're talking about my first bout with cancer, uh, my colorectal, um, I was, <clears throat> I was a stage. Is. <laughs> Ass cancer. <laughs> Hashtag ass cancer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was a stage three and they stage all, they stage different cancers differently. So stage three, yes, is scary. It approaches stage four. um, But they explained to me it was the size of the tumor that staged that way. And also because it infected another, like intruded, not infected intruded another organ so the other organ was the back of my vaginal wall and if you're thinking about the anatomy um there is no true septum which they explained to me there is no like connective tissue no true wall yeah wall it's like a vasculature right between those two organs so the tumor had um, gone from one place to another. And then when they got it all and shrunk it all and it went away, which is glorious. Except for that little cell that went for a swim. Um, glorious, glorious. <laughs> she was singing to my lungs. Um, it left a hole between the two organs, which I currently have held open with what is called a seton. And it's a piece of plastic that they said I can, um, it's, which keeps it open and keeps prevents prevents infection. infection. Right. And so, um, you know, I felt it when I had that placed, but I don't feel it anymore. Um, and it's weird to think about and, um, causes, causes like secondary issues, which I don't really want to get into details. That's okay. You can skip it. Um, we need to be real. We don't need to be real. We don't need to be real, real. (laughs) We don't need the real, real. But the reason this is such a major surgery is the correction, and I and I, we talked about it when we were doing we were in the hospital that a that a piece of my hamstring there muscle right on is the gracilis, and that will they'll put an incision in each leg to see which one looks better. They'll harvest one. They will harvest one, but it never comes out of my body. It goes through subcutaneous fat. Is that true? It's true. It's what the plastic surgeon told me. Oh my gosh, I didn't realize that. So that's why it's so painful. Because it's going to disrupt the whole... I don't exactly... Have to take it I out. don't know how they route it. Listen, we might have to like call up him and like have him it? explain it. 
they so they take the the they take that muscle and reroute to create a true septum aka wall and then only then do they believe that the hole will heal on either side of the septum and i've had so much radiation that it may never heal but because that piece of muscle will be there it won't matter basically that's in very layman terms yeah it creates a new and clear divider divider so but the other piece of that surgery is that the colorectal surgeon will he's he goes first he said it only takes about 45 minutes and they find a nice piece of colon bring it to the surface of my skin to create an ostomy, which, you know, they say they do them all the time. No big deal. But I'll have to, to have... To allow you to heal properly. To allow me to heal properly. And I'll have that for at least three months. And I will go home with a drain in my leg. Because of... And that's all where the... all the pain comes from. Because right. of all the damage. So... I'm here to tell you that's painful. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to it. So, and that surgery, the plastic surgeon goes second, and he said that's three to four hours. Well, that sounds pretty complex. Excuse me. So that takes, like, four months, and then I have to have a reversal of the ostomy. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, no kidding. So that's a lot of surgery. It's a lot of time. That one, that makes me wonder if, I mean, there's so many variables that are going to come from your scan tomorrow. But that makes me wonder if fixing your foot first might be easier. Because you can heal from that more easily. Yeah. And then to not have still a broken or semi-broken foot when you go through the other surgery. Yeah. Not to complicate matters, you know? I think they should just do it all at the same time. Right. <laughs> That's some real Grey's Anatomy stuff right there. Like the, whole hospital, the whole hospital working and all the residents watching. That would be watching. three surgeons and then like all the residents <laughs> hanging out watching. Yeah, vying to be a part of this surgery. They'd probably record it and like use study me. Some backstabbing, somebody steals the <laughs> surgery. Someone's flirting during my surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the on-call room for a cookie. <laughs> We've been watching a lot of TV lately. <laughs> like we needed because we need a lot of rest. <laughs> uh, so yeah. that's my big problem. Yeah, but that's why little things set me off because these are the things that I have to figure out, and these are the things I think about all the time. And then you know, piggybacking off last episode, that's that's another factor into why. I was, like, feeling so distraught about having to do the surgery, you know, quote-unquote, alone. Mm-hmm. So, that gives a little more context. Well, maybe I'll be breathing normally, and I won't have shingles by the time of <laughs> surgery. You think? That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. Maybe I'll have some endurance and strength, and I can be there for you. Yeah. I think. Thanks. Honestly, I do believe, I do have that hope. I do have that faith that, like, God's timing will, even though he's playing some really dirty jokes on us right now, that um, that's going to work out. Like, whatever whatever your next step is, is going to work in line with my 
next step. Yeah. Which really, I just hope is recovery and no more nonsense. No kidding. I mean, in a better, because, like, we were not supposed to be in this point together, you know? Right. And what was mom's text the other day? It might not. A lot of people ask us about how our mom's doing, right? And she just, she doesn't talk about it much. She's, she's probably where we can say our strength comes from, you know? Yeah. She's super stoic and she, um, is very supportive. And, uh, the other day she said, oh, do you have it? She said, okay, I've really had enough of this. It's time for everything, every stinking, for every, nope, I'm misreading it. Time for everything striking my girls to just stop. All caps. Right. And that's a lot, that's a lot of emotion. For mom. Yeah. yeah. And it's not, it's so not easy on her. We might get her on the podcast sometime, but I don't know if she'll come on. I pretty much doubt it, but we'll try, folks. We'll we keep try. trying. <laughs> Our brother said no. Gently. He said no. Very gently. <laughs> well, he just, he needs to listen to see how much fun it is. And then we can get him on. Yeah, then he'll get more comfortable. So. He's supposed, he's supposed to be on our Clean Colons episode. No, <laughs> that's right. He has to be on the Clean, he's in the Clean Colon Club. <laughs> I can't say it. The Clean Colon Club. <laughs> the Clean Colon Club. Everybody needs to be on the Clean Colon Club. So go get your colonoscopies. So your surgeon can tell you how fantastic your colons are. That's right. 45 and older. Make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess this is a short one, but we packed a lot of, uh, we packed a lot of complaining into this one and I love it. <laughs> what? You don't have more to complain about? No, it's catharsis. Well, I mean, I could, I could, while we were sitting here, I had some, you know, I had some shingles pain, but oh. that's cool. I mean. I kept it quiet for you, so... We've been laughing a lot. I know that's a little bit hard on you, too. That's okay. My my daughters make fun of the way my laugh has changed. They said every time I laugh, it makes it, makes it sound like I'm making fun of somebody. Um, <laughs> like you're... Like you're... Like... <laughs> no, like... <laughs> oh. <laughs> my closed mouth laugh, which is a little easier. It's a little less likely for me to be called. Right, because you don't take the air in and... Yeah. I, I think uh, you have a lot more to complain about, but, you know... We can always add to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for listening to episode five, and thanks for sticking with us. We appreciate you. Yep, absolutely. Talk to you soon. Next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.